one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast, this is an episode of the GH2 Podcast. I'm joined once again by Miss Mona Lita. Hey, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> and when we, and we are going to talk about an interesting topic, but yes. before we get into that, yes, you know, I'd like to extend you the opportunity to do a rant. <laughs> Two minutes. Something, something that you know you you maybe you've been an observation or something you made that you know you just like, hey man, look, I got to talk about this. Hmm. Matter of fact, you kind of touched on when we were just talking earlier about that surveillance shit that <laughs> aggravates my soul. But in certain situations, like if somebody's scoping me out, cool, that's fine. But if a nigga ghosts me, but you still bold enough to be in my stories every single day, why are you here? Why are you here? Who called you? Who called you? Who gave you an invite? No. Go away. Shoot. Get. For the record, guys, what we were talking about was, <laughs> so we were talking about dating apps. And I said, I'm, <laughs> I, I got rid of all my dating profiles. So if you find somebody mm-hmm. out there with my picture, that ain't me. So just go ahead and stop that. I said, I'm going back old school, just Instagram. And I think I didn't say this. Referrals. And Facebook and referrals. <laughs> that sounds so that sounds so terrible saying that, but oh well. But Instagram, and, Facebook, referrals. <laughs> and, and what I said was, what I do is if I find a young lady on Instagram, I'm going to watch your stories for like a couple months and I want to kind of figure you out. And she was just like, oh, you're doing surveillance. And I was like, yeah, because I got to figure out, do I want to make that investment? Because it, like, I, I don't care what nobody say, right? It's a pandemic outside. Um, not a pandemic, mm-hmm. a pandemic. And, <laughs> and dating, dating costs money, ladies. If you're going out with actual men Thanks. that are not, that are not Mr. FDA, Facts. That's a callback. Facts. Like it call it costs money. And if you're only if you're dating only one woman, like that means you're probably taking her on a better quality of dates. But now if you're dating multiple women, you know, you're probably taking them to places they end in ease. Applebee's, Zaxby's, you know, whatever, whatever. Chili's. Another callback. So that's what we were talking about. But but, but go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. No, but that's literally the end of my rant. Like i I'm observing someone who has not spoken to me since New Year's Day and but watches my stories every single day. Like I almost think it's notifications at this point. And the surveillance shit is getting really, really weird because it's like, so we're not going to have like a conversation at our very, very big age. You just going to watch me. That's real weird. It's giving me stalker vibes at this point. It's weird. It's weird. Is it really stalker vibes? It's weird. It's weird because it's, it wasn't, it was abnormal to how they were operating before. And it's like, what, what are you watching so closely? I don't know. Well, okay. This is my thing. Cause I'm, I'm not going to rant. I'm just going to follow up on your rant. And I'm going to say this. Um, so recently I've had a couple young ladies who I talked to last year mm-hmm. that have spun the block in my Instagram stories. Hmm. And 
And now, so I have amicable breakups or, you know, basically make a decision with the person that we're no longer going to keep talking because of whatever. And I, and I respect whatever they say. They respect whatever I say. So when women start to spin my block and get in my story, like to me, I am like, okay, what you back for? And yeah, women, yeah. y'all funny because y'all not going to, so like you unfollow me, right? If you unfollow me, but you come back in my stories, but you don't follow me. And then you go on my profile and like three pictures, but you don't follow me. You fishing. You fishing. Like you want to see, yeah. is it cool? Is, is, is this nigga going to turn up on me? You no, fishing. I'm not going to, baby, I'm not going to turn up on you because if we, because if we stop amicably, believe me, there's no hard feelings. But oh, Mr. Yeah. FDA did that. He did. Huh? He did. Mr. FDA did that. So he's fun to block. He's fun to block recently liking things. Oh, okay, okay, okay. With no conversation. Ooh, Boy, okay. get on down the road. Move on. But see, but that's the difference though. Like Mr. FDA though, um, he, he, but the thing is, that wasn't like an amicable stop when y'all stopped, right? True, 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 so, true, true. So the fact that he's doing that, I'm going to tell the brother to go a little bit harder. Bless the cash app. You got her phone number. Bless the cash app every week. Every week just to be like, just to get a conversation. You might get a word. You might not. You might not get nothing. She might send the money back. I would tell her not to. But that's just me. He's like, I would tell you not to. I would tell you not to. I'm a, I'm a bird. I'm a bird. I highly doubt I had a chick. Okay, I'm gonna tell y'all this. This is a terrible story. Mm-hmm. I had a chick. I had a chick. She she broke up with me. Mm-hmm. No, no, I broke up with her. It's whatever. It was it was a breakup, right? She cash apped me because she was like, I know you spent a whole bunch of money on me while we was dating. What? And she thought I was gonna send it back. She thought I was gonna be like, oh, thanks, but no thanks, and then send it back. No, I'm a bird, baby. I'm keeping this money. Don't play. You with said me. I'm a bird. I'm a bird, baby. I got seven kids, baby. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Stop you know, I, I'm I'm take this cash back. And I literally took that cash. She cashed at me like, I'm trying to think. She cashed at me like 250, 250, 300, something like that. It was something like mm-hmm. that. And I and I, I could tell she was like, Did you get my cash app? I said, Oh yeah, I appreciate that. I'm gonna take that. She for wanted the team. like some verbal recognition. Yeah, like, oh wow, thanks. No, no, yeah, bitch. no bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I bought, I bought you I bought you shit that costs way more money than this little funk ass three hundred dollars you sent me. Like so so. this is tax on that. I know. I ain't made no I ain't made no interest. I could have made interest off that damn money fucking with you. But like, yeah, so that's my thing. Like, so I ain't got no rent, but that your rent pretty much was beautiful because on because <laughs> um on a podcast that'll be dropping on tomorrow, I literally said, uh, let me let me go back and read the direct quote just in case, just in case y'all well, didn't catch the last episode. I, I literally said, I, and I quote, don't bring your unshy ass around me. <laughs> if you're not sure of who you are and what you want and how you should treat people, don't deal with me. But I was actually really not talking about that from a dating standpoint. I was just talking about just people in general right. because yeah. people people like to spend the block in like personal relationships and stuff. And I'm right. not on that. Like, yeah. I am who I am. Like yeah. it or love it. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with being me. And like I, I said, the, I said, you know, I told my friends, I said, you know, I'm at a point where I'm cool if I'm solo for the rest of my life because mm. I like me a lot. Um, <laughs> you know, and the only thing I'm gonna be missing out is getting some cheeks on a regular basis. And even then I'm, I'm kind of cool on that because it's a distraction because I'm hustling right now. I'm, I'm, I'm hustling right now. And, and somebody telling me how much time they need from me right now, it's not a problem. What you trying to focus on. Yeah, yeah, I need I need you to be busier than me. Like I need to be I need to be like, oh man, I get a weekend to go spend with her. Yes, 
versus damn, I got to spend time with this month for this weekend. I got some shit to do. See, I got, I got some you, don't, you don't really like no damn body. That's you're right. right. You're right. There's nobody I really like. like. You're right. There's nobody I like enough. Put it down. Yeah. There's nobody I like enough because like you like really like low key like I love podcasting. I love podcasting. I love writing. Um, I love I love creative stories. I love I, I love reading. Like I like I'm not. There's nobody that I'm like that you know about right now. So that's completely fine. This what I got. Though. Life is not all about romance. It's really time. not. It's really not, man. Like it's sad to say. It's like I think we we um you know I think that sometimes we be wanting people so bad sometimes we want yeah. intimacy we may not necessarily even want yeah. the person you know what i don't even i don't you know what though i like so this is what i like i like when you have a female friend that you can go out with not touch or nothing like that but like yeah. she just go to the movies with her you go out to dinner with her y'all don't mm-hmm. hold hands y'all not doing nothing like that but y'all have those deep intellectual conversations mm-hmm. I prefer that over dating and, and let that just be it. Like, and I get my fix that way because, um, you know, I like to be touched. I like to be held. I like to hold hands. I like to do all of that. So Mm. I, you know, I ain't trying to be, I ain't trying to be booked up about nobody daughter. They ain't really booked up about me. So, you know, I'm simple. We know, we know you don't like nobody. (laughs) I'm just saying, I like the idea of people. You know what? That's, Cancer surveillance. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 you know, cause now, nah, cause I'll be, wa- I'll be watching it. I'll be like, damn. Like, cause you know, the first two weeks you'd be like, she cute. Man, she cute, man. She's so beautiful. Duh, duh. And week three, you'd be like, oh, she's a little funny looking. <laughs> you Let these women Yo, make it. You got about four weeks. You got about four weeks. I just be like, yeah, she regular. I'm good. Uh, Let man, look. them make, no. I'm, I'm serious. That's just where I'm at. So, I go from beautiful to, but I will say I have been, I have dated somebody and then we got into a relationship and then I could wake up one morning and be like, oh, he ugly. But you cool. Like, you cool once you date them. You cool yeah. once you date them and they're ugly. But if I'm courting you and you, you now you turn ugly now, I'm like, damn. As cool I like goal. to say, unconventionally attractive. Unconventionally attractive. Like, yes. I, 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 or non-traditional attractiveness. See, I'll let this say ugly. <laughs> like, I'm like, because like, I literally was dating the shit and I took a picture of her and I was like, oh, yo, this bitch kind of ugly. And I was like, yo, I'm good. Like, I'm good on this. Like, I stopped. <laughs> I was like, and I think that's hard. I think that's hard a lot of times. So this question I got for you. Okay. All right. So we was talking, me and you was talking earlier. We was talking about like messaging, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is a question I got. Do you listen for the message or how the message is conveyed? And does one matter more than the other with you, with your big cancer energy? For me? Mm-hmm. For you. A little low you. It's how it's related. It's how it's related. Oh, okay. So, so, Very okay. Much so. Okay, so now, so now I gotta, I gotta mm, dig a little deeper. So, it could be the wrong advice, but conveyed in a wonderful way. And you'll entertain it longer, even if it's a no for you. I think 
and this has been a thing that I've had to learn about myself is that while I can, I guess, comprehend someone's, you know, perspective and what they, the message that they may be saying to me, mm-hmm. it may not align with not a damn thing that's going on between these two little holes on the side of my head. Oh. But because I know that my life experience is not theirs, that's your message. That don't mean I got to take it and give it to nobody else. That doesn't mean that I have to ingest it and apply it to my own life. But if that's how you feel, cool. Mm-hmm. But at least we having a conversation where I can understand you on an intellectual level mm-hmm. and you not coming off like, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, you're not making sense. Okay. <laughs> right now. So, so, so for you, <laughs> would you, have you ever had a stumbling block because you didn't like the way somebody delivered something? Like, was it ever, like you ever had a friendship relationship where the person always communicated with you, but how they communicated was always a stumbling block for you? I would say, and it's funny you asked me this, um, back in college, a line sister and I had issues. We parted ways, literally probably have been around each other in rooms, sitting next to each other, have not spoken for over 10 plus years. Okay. This weekend, like I'm, I made it a point to pull her to the side and, you know, just say like, hey, what was really the issue? But now the reason why I've been able to get to the point of not wanting to spit on her is because oh, I have, no, I'm saying like, I'm being honest and like, that's, that's where my hurt was. Cause okay. it was, it was past anger. It was hurt at for a long time, okay. but I had to understand that maybe what was the message that was being relayed to her was being done in a messy way, but she was trying to bring it to me mm-hmm. so that I could hear her and at least know who I'm dealing with and what I'm around. But because she wasn't coming to me soft and because she wasn't, you know, holding my hand, I couldn't hear her. Mm -hmm. So, but I also questioned it because our connection wasn't as strong at that time. So looking back, yeah, she definitely had some valid ass points on like, okay, Nolita, we're seeing X, Y, and Z in you. And it comes, you know, amongst women and come off catty as hell. But now at my big age of 35, yeah, I was a little bit of a flake in college. <laughs> I was a bit least, of a flake. At least you honest. At least you honest. So you yeah, like, I was a bit okay. of a flake. I had, tr- when I tell you like stone cold, only child syndrome, like if I didn't want to do it, I wasn't doing it. Okay. Period. Oh, I just learned a lot about you. Just that one comment. I get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nah, so, so, so the reason why I asked that is because I feel like I feel like sometimes people get so caught up in the messaging, right? So like my big thing has always been, so like for instance, um, if one of my close friends, like if it's a close friend, I don't care about your messaging. Mm -hmm. Like now, Mm -hmm. if now let's say I'm walking down the street and somebody says something to me in an aggressive tone or whatever, now, yeah, I might be, I might turn around ready to slap them, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but like, because I feel I'm, I'm simple. Like, if, if somebody's in my life for real, mm-hmm. I don't question their intent. Mm-hmm. I never question their intent. And because I don't question their intent, I don't care if they, they communicate hard with me. Okay. Because I okay. communicate, because I communicate hard. To the people I love, I communicate hard because I'm going to be, 
And sometimes I feel like I'm more passionate about people's lives than they are about their own. Because that's how serious I take my life. I take my life so fucking serious that if you were sitting there talking to me about a problem you were having and we working that shit out and then I call you on your bullshit and you be like, oh, I don't like the way you said that to me. I'm be like, look, I need you to get over how I said it and I need you to yeah. listen to what I said because yeah. I care that much about what you got going on. But if you telling me that you more worried about that than the fact that I'm trying to help you, let's go ahead and stop the conversation because I don't want you to feel no type of way. No. And I've literally had, I've literally had conversations with, with friends that led to us not talking for years mm. because they were like, why are you so passionate about what I got going on? I said, because I care, I care too much about what you got going on. Yeah. And, and it's been hard because like, I try to tell people if I'm around you, I care about you. Mm-hmm. Cause that's where you choosing to spend your time. Yeah. And, and that means a lot to me. And you got to mm-hmm. understand if I'm willing to give you, if I'm willing to give you 30 minutes of undivided, just listening to you, BMW and bitch moaning and whining on the phone with me, you got to understand. What? I care. Bitch moaning whine, BMW. I use that term at work all the time. I'll be like, I'll be like, hey, no BMW. We're not doing that right now. Bitch moan and whine. I'm done. I'm done. But, sure. but, but that's what it comes down to. Like, that's really what it comes down to because people got to understand that intention matters more than anything. And the problem is we don't give people in our lives, I'm not talking about random people, I'm talking about the people who are really affixed in our lives. We don't give them credit for their intention. We give them credit for, we, we, we actually tell them we don't care because we feel they did something negative to us because we're because we're because of whatever we're feeling and however our fucked up interpretation is on that day in that little space between both of these holes. I mean <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. The look said it all. I'm like, okay. But I mean, okay, so I've had I get what you're saying. Now I have had experiences where there were other factors okay that muffled the message okay so while i might have been living with my ex at this time and his intent was to encourage me to clean more but my intent was to not listen to his ass because i'm going to work just like the fuck you are so if we not both coming home cooking and cleaning facts we ain't moved on up to the big apartment and my name, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a maid. So facts, 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 facts. You need to so hit Instagram and go, hit Instagram <laughs> and go find a maid service. And y'all both exactly. don't got to do that when y'all get home. Cause y'all exactly. making money. Y'all both like, making money. But you know, it's like sometimes when, um, especially in situations like that, people will, and you'll see it on maybe like old school Jerry Springer shows where say if the wife is out of shape and the husband thinks that telling her, oh my God, you're disgusting. You're fat that that would, you know, encourage her and excite her. It's like, absolutely not. So nah. in that situation, it's like, you're not creating an environment for me it's not a safe that environment. makes me want to, that encourages me to do any more than what my half is because yeah. you set that up as a situation. We yeah. don't have half. Yeah. Nah. No, you got to be like, no, nah, baby. Like, hey, baby, what you doing? Let's, let's, let's go take a walk right quick. Let's go walk the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, what, I was in a relationship where the young lady was, didn't feel great about her body. And, mm. and, you know, and I'm the type of person, I can drink water for a week and lose 12 pounds. 
Like, mm-hmm. hell, I was hell, I was sick and I lost. Like, I'm down to 269. I ain't been this small since goddamn. I can't tell y'all how long ago. All I know <laughs> is all I know is I can see all six of my abs and y'all. You know what? This is in trouble. Y'all in trouble. <laughs> y'all in trouble. I started going to I started going to the gym every day. Y'all in trouble now. But no, um, and I actually started lifting weights. Um, but no, okay. um, no, but I, I think that you know the way you encourage people matters in the so so like when I'm in a relationship I've learned I'm very quick to change my communication style and and you know and I think and I've I've had it to where people don't give me credit for that Mm. because oh you're supposed to do that I ain't supposed to do that shit like motherfucker I'm talking to you the same way I was talking to you when I got your ass so the fact that I done got you and, and I go back and change the way I communicate to make you feel better, like, motherfucker, don't play with me. Don't play with my head top. So, uh... Because <laughs> you, you're, you're making the attempt to speak their language. Yeah, I'm trying to. And yeah. I think, and I think like, I remember with that young lady, I'm like, hey, let's go walk the neighborhood. I don't want to walk the neighborhood. Because my thing is like this. If you put a problem in my face every day... You're going to provide a solution. I'm saying, okay, well, here goes a solution to it. Yeah. You, oh, you think you fat? Okay, cool. Let's go for a walk. Yeah. Oh, you think you fat? Let me find healthier things to cook. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I want a cheat meal. Okay, let's go get a good cheat meal. And then let's yeah. go walk. Let's go walk the mall after this. I'll buy mm-hmm. you some, I'll buy you some candles from Bath and Body Works, but let's go walk the mall. We're gonna take three <laughs> laps. And mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's the hard part is people, the messaging from who it is, mm-hmm. I think. And, you know, and maybe, I don't know if you think this, I think the messaging matters from who, but sometimes because of what's going on in between here. Yes. It don't matter who messages it. We just don't want to listen to it. Like, like when I was, okay. So I was having a money issue where I was spending, I was living like a Kanye crazy. Like I was spending before I get it. Like I'm talking Mm -hmm. about like, you know, check gonna be thirty two hundred. I got thirty two hundred dollars spent on Friday, like oh, ready oh, spent right. And I remember one of my partners talked to me about this. Mm-hmm. Hey, you gotta chill out, GH. You you going crazy? Da da. You buying shit you don't need? Da da. With the woo, and he's like talking to me, and I look at him. I was like, nigga, you broke. Like, why are you talking to me? I discredited <laughs> him. I discredited him because of what I was going through. Yeah. Because of what was going on in here. Couldn't right? hear. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't hear. When really, he was trying to keep me from the place that he already was. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think sometimes who met who, but now if like one of my mentors would have said that to me, I probably would have been like, you know what? Cool. And I would have slow. Yeah, I would have been very receptive. And I think sometimes we use the messenger, who the messenger is and what they are, they've been through against them. And I think that, um, you know, one of the funny things. But wait, bless you. Should you not consider the source though? I, I think the source. Or is it dependent on the situation? It, it depends on the it's situational. So like, for instance, right. If. Me and you are having a conversation, and let's say you're telling me, like, let's say I'm I'm an expert in financial da-da-da, whatever, 
And you yeah. come to me and you come to me about it because you know that I went through this financial issue. I worked through it and now I'm having success, right? So you come to me about it and you feel great with the information I give you. You put it to use. You have success. But your cousin, your cousin, you know your cousin's financial situation. They give you the exact mm-hmm. same advice as me and you discredit mm-hmm. it and you throw it away. Now, they know the lesson. They just don't know how to apply it for themselves. Some, yeah. people, are, some people are great teachers, but will never be able to do the thing they teach. I had a quarterback coach in college, Matthew mm-hmm. Barrett. Never played quarterback a day in his life. But the man taught me how to play quarterback at the college level. I've always wondered that. I remember it was a show on TLC and it was about, I guess, like a dance company. And the woman who would instruct him, she never demonstrated anything. But yet these small children knew what to do. But she literally just sat there and just boom, cat, boom, cat. And I'm like, but she's not. How? Some people teach. Some people are meant to teach. Some are meant to do. And like, even for me, like what I've learned is um, they will, sometimes my my job, they will assign somebody to come train with me Mm -hmm. because maybe they're struggling and uh, maybe they were a dean prior and then they got promoted to being a president. And so they'll send them to me and, oh, well, you know, Hardy's, you know, been through this before. Hey, he's going to help you out. And some of the people will be like, well, how why did they send me to you? Or why did they tell me to come talk to you about this? I said, well, I'm not the end all be all. This is the one or two things I do very well. And I think they only wanted you to come for these one or two things. Mm -hmm. Now, what happens is most people in my industry are older than me. So they're like, oh, this black kid, what are you supposed to teach me? He don't know no better. And they'll discredit what I'm telling them. Yeah. But then there's some who will listen to what I said and say, ooh, like literally with notebooks, I'm stealing that, mm-hmm. ooh, I'm doing that, I'm doing that, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. So you do these things and that's why you don't worry about this, this, and this. Yeah, because I do these five things, it takes care of those three other things to where I don't have to do them. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, I'm doing it. And it's one of those things where you really have to, you really gotta mind, mind yourself when you're dealing with the messenger. And I think that's hard for a lot of people, you know, because a lot of people, they want to use the messenger. You know, they want to talk about the messenger and be like, oh, well, that person said this, so I don't know about this and I don't know about that. And they look for all of these reasons to to not really have to pay attention and not put different things to use. And I think that's what the problem is a lot of times. Because it's comfort in not changing for some people because once you make that change and then people have that expectation of you now that you've elevated evolved whatever you want to call it that causes some people some anxiety so they just like you said they don't want to hear it it's like because i know what may be on the other side of that and i'm not fucking with it mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not fucking with it i love this question you have put in here and you what? said uh should the messenger read the room and maintain control as to when to deliver the message? If so, how should it be done? Is that the messenger's responsibility? And your answer, sir? Um, it depends. Pose the question to you. It depends. Um, so mm-hmm. 
if let's say it's me and you, yeah. I'm not reading the room. I'm not reading the room. I like it's like this. If the intent is to help you in that moment, I'm not reading the room. I'm gonna go ahead and just tell you what I think is gonna help you. Um, now let's say it was me, you, your homegirls. Now your homegirls in the room. I'm reading the room. Begrudgingly, 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 because (laughs) okay, this is a bad thing about George. George. George will walk in the room and be like, perfect place. No. Pop pop his ass down right in the middle of the room. Hey, um, you know you fucking up, right? You know you fucking up. Like you sitting there crying about this nigga over here. This nigga don't give a fuck about you. You see what that nigga doing? He over there. Well, okay, that, yeah. And I'm like, I'm that, I'm usually that person that's gonna tell you the truth no matter what. But the the, the bad thing is sometimes, and I've even caught this with myself, is ain't the time and the place. So then what happens is if you really know me, you start reading my body language, you be like, something wrong, something off with him. Yeah. So, then you go, so then you come over to me and I'll be like, look, I don't really want to talk to you about it right now. We could talk about it later on. Duh, duh. And if you're a persistent ass person, I'm gonna let off the clip. I'm gonna let off the clip. And that might be a bad thing. I'm gonna let the clip, I gotta, I gotta pull it. I'm gonna let all 17 go. I mean, like, I'm definitely, I'm definitely reading the room. And if I have to do it in a crowded room, I'm at least try to do it, you know, like on the cool, like pull two chairs off to the side. And, you know, I'm like, you got to stop that shit. Like, the fuck is wrong with you? Like, but <laughs> even to just do it across the room, I'm be like, you, you stripping that shit over there? That, no, not cool. That's more me. Oh, okay. That's that cancer side. That's that. That's that compassion. <laughs> but but I like, can't help you. but you gotta understand. I'm a person who grew up on you. You get wore out when you show out. Like I grew up. You gotta think. I grew up on that. Like if I cut up, if I did something, if I made a mistake right then and there, it got corrected in that very moment. So a lot of times, I do a lot of things out of training, and I gotta, mm-hmm. and I always gotta catch myself. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me. Because mm-hmm. I'm literally, you, you will think I'm having a whole Tourette's episode and I'm fighting mm-hmm. it. Like, <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, why is this man acting like this? It's because I got <laughs> to I, I let, let off these shots. Like, I, I, I got I to shoot it up. But then I don't. And I think that, you know, like reading the room for me, um, like, let's say if it's a professional setting, it's very easy to read the room and wait for the right timing. Yeah. But when it's somebody that I deeply care about, it's very hard for me to, to do it. Because my people, my people I love, I love. Like, in don't be in the way. Don't be in the way of somebody I but love. I, I also will read the room because depending on what the information is, I want to be respectful of giving that person the privacy to have whatever reaction they may have because they may not want to do that in front of a group of people and it may catch them off guard. And I would never want to embarrass somebody like that. Cause that's been done to me. And I don't that. It's like, you didn't give me the choice to be able to at least, I hear you, but let me step in the bathroom for like five minutes. You know what I mean? So that's my, 
my perspective. That's okay. your perspective. I said that's your perspective. Oh, okay. Now, yes. now, hmm. Hmm. depending hmm. on the message, mm -hmm. no matter who the messenger may be, are certain ones simply off the table? Like, for instance, um, I got a cousin I don't yeah. like. Okay. I don't like my cousin. Okay. That particular person can tell me not to go outside because there's acid rain outside and I will risk getting hurt by the acid rain <laughs> versus listening to that goddamn person so it like would you at least use the umbrella I'm saying like yeah like I but but then again me I'm I'm a little okay I'm a little bit of a sadist so I'll probably take a little hit of the acid just to show you like I'm you know dying. to show you how 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 like you know that pain ain't even bothering me but no, nah, like I, I think that um I, I think that you know I but this is the thing. Okay, but but seriously, even if you my op, hmm. I'll listen. Hmm. I'll listen. It don't change hmm. our relationship though. It don't change okay. our relationship though. And because if you if I consider you an op, like you really, you really had to do something. Like big, yeah. you had to go yeah. against the family, like some real foul. And for me, it's like for me, I I'll listen to the damn dog. If God if God gave the dog a word, I'ma listen. And, and and it got to me, I'ma listen. But I think that the hard part, the hard part is sometimes for a lot of people is our relationships make it hard for us to listen to people, and we will take it like. Everybody got that one person. Like I told you, I got that cousin. That cousin can put $10,000 on the table. I would have to see that $10,000, bring out my little pen, mark through mm -hmm. all of them before I even listen. <laughs> You're like, I need to clear any yeah. truths. Yeah, yeah. All I gotta, the way around. Yeah, because a lie always coming. And I think that that's the hard part because like when you're trying to listen effectively to understand people, to get the message across, sometimes it's so hard because of those past relationships and like I said you know like we said but the things that happen in between our head is like it's it's painful right yeah yeah it's painful like when it's it's somebody who you know because of our experiences we have so many negative connotations of them it's hard for mm -hmm. us to experience them in a positive light yeah and yeah. I think I think that that's the the, the struggle I think that's it's a struggle that make you deaf to their words. It makes you deaf to you just you not no that wall is up and it's soundproof like you're not hearing nothing. So so I gotta ask you a question. So boom, you dating a dude, you in love. This is my boo, this is my baby, this is my everything. We getting married. Okay. I'm 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 not your friend. I'm an associate. And mm -hmm. I say, hey, I know that's your dude. I know you love mm -hmm. him. You know that nigga cheating, right? How would, would you feel? You'd be open to it, but then you need I, to I would, I would need some context. So I'll give you two, clearly they're in two different periods of my life as you'll hear, but mm -hmm. staying in high school, my high school sweetheart, I got a phone call from someone who's like a family member. She went to high school with him. 
I didn't. She was like, yeah. So he be walking the same girl to the locker, but it's the tone that was in her voice. It, I could hear the happiness in her voice to tell me. That's what made my ears turn off because it's like, why are you happy to call and tell me something that you know is going to affect me emotionally? It's going to make me sad. Like, come a little bit more um, respectful in that sense. Whereas fast forward to college, homegirl, she had a cap of fashion show practice or something like that. My boyfriend walk in. This is right when cell phones first got the cameras. So, you know, it looked like CCTV um, footage, but she sent me that little ass picture and I saw that girl leg on him. Woo! You ain't got to convince me. You ain't got to convince me. So if you coming with evidence, best believe this one right here, you see how big these ears are? They wide the fuck open. Wide the fuck open. Okay, so okay. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you, right? So now, so this is my question. So, okay, so depending on who the person is, it matters. But if, but if it's an associate, I need some evidence to come with it. Yeah. Um, is is that something like, let's say your best friend? Like, is that something you want to hear from your best friend? Because like, I, I'm gonna tell you straight up. Mm -hmm. I don't have many people that I really call friends for real. But the ones okay. that I call friends, if any of them say anything, oh, yeah. I'm like, why you say that? And they're going to give me their reason. And most of them, they know me. I'm evidence. I'm, I'm a logical. I'm so logical, it gets me in trouble. Hell, I was explaining to a young lady, um, Zodiac signs. She was like, mm -hmm. she was like, oh, you're a Christian. You know, like, why are you Zodiac signs? And I said, look, baby, you telling me God, this being is so great, so wise. Mm -hmm. Our minds are shaped in like his, right? In a way. Mm -hmm. You telling me he out here making 8 billion people and he ain't had no template? And she said, oh, you said it like that. That actually makes sense. I said, now, once we get some healing, once we get some perspective, mm -hmm. that we might move out of that template because we find out better things. Yeah. Because like I was cause I was telling her, what's the big three things you hear about Libras? Vanity, liars, and people pleasers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, and I told her, I said the lying is only because you're people pleasing. Yeah, because you and, don't and like, or disappoint. And like me, like I, I told somebody, I said when I was cheating, mm -hmm. it wasn't I was cheating because I was pursuing these females. The pussy was on the platter. So, like, I just didn't say no. People pleasing. You know, <laughs> that's not people pleasing. That, that, is that is. That is. For me, it was. Like, I was such a people pleaser. But now I'm not. Now I'm not a people pleaser anymore. Now I'll be like, oh, baby, so I'm You cannot have this energy. You cannot have this energy. Yeah, I'm not going to be a hoe no more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a hoe no more. I'm tired of being a hoe. What, what did Dre say? I ain't been a hoe in, like, something is wrong <laughs> but no that's how it be though like it, you know so like i was sitting there telling her and i think that sometimes like you know 
we really we're really like you know when we're trying to like explain stuff and like when you're having those conversations with certain people you can receive some things from certain people more so than others right and i think like when we can have this messaging conversation like we're talking about messaging and stuff i think so much of it is really who's saying it yeah like in person's a little bit more charismatic you know they're a little bit more likable um you know you can let stuff slide and let stuff ride and you'd be like you know what i get it or or like you know you know like you know i'm country so like we'll say you know i'm gonna get this butter from a duck you know i can get a butter from a duck any day like you know that's how i feel like you know when i'm talking talking to somebody and i'm talking through whatever it is we're talking about if i i feel like okay no matter what no matter what i can talk you through this and get you whatever but I think that, you know, sometimes our own preconceived notions about people, we ain't, yeah, like, you it don't matter nothing. who it is. It don't matter who it is. Like, nigga, it could be Jesus. Like, <laughs> like Marcus said, like Marcus said at Boomerang, would you like to come, like when she goes, would you like to come over for a cup of coffee? I wouldn't want to come over even if Jesus was pouring it. <laughs> <laughs> right, even if he was the maitre d'. Yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna pass on that. And I think like, I think like when it comes down to messaging, I feel like it's such an honest conversation because, you know, in our big age, there's some people like we got we're gonna block off regardless. I don't give a yeah. damn who you are. Like there's some people you they, you be like, hey, go old lying ass. Hey, come, come on, a little lying ass. <laughs> A little light ass one. Like, there's, some people, there, there's some people like that's how we are with them, right? Like, so like I remember, like, I was sitting there on the, I was uh, talking, um, I actually did a podcast with one of my kids' moms, and mm-hmm. I was just like, man, I, I'm pretty sure she got to the point where she's just like, every time I used to talk, boy, she's just like, oh, it doesn't go with a new lie. But back it'd be we, like yeah. that, it, it does. It, and it was though, because yeah, like, because she, because like, because I like, you know. I'm talking about, <laughs> she even said it on the pod. She was like, this man would be straight lying in my face. And you would be like, damn, I believe him. <laughs> because I was just so like, just unconsciousable with the, with the lies. To the point where. Lying. Huh? Were you only lying when you felt you needed to or were you a habitual liar at that time? At that time, I only lied when I had to. Okay. Like when I was a little kid, I was a habitual liar, but I was like habitual white lies. Mm. You know, because I wasn't gonna get caught. I was sneaky. I was a sneaky kid. Like, so I was doing stuff all the time. And I like do a little small lie here or there, didact a word here or there, blah, 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 blah. So I was getting away with stuff the whole time. The rest of the house would be getting beat and everything. I could not. And I'd never get whooped. Like yeah, I was with four kids. Everybody else was getting whooped all the time. Me. Just move one way. I was never, I was never good at the line. That's why I got the whoopings because she could just see. My granny could see. My granny ain't never whooped me. My granny ain't never whooped me. My granny used to wear my little ass out. Ain't have to do that. I was, I was my granny baby. I was a favorite. Ouch. I, don't, I don't care. I don't care what they say. I was my mom. <laughs> I, was, I was my mama favorite too. Too. So I don't. So. You've come to this conclusion, or was this confirmed outside? Oh no, 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 no. Ask the other kids; they'll tell you. My mama, my mama, let everybody know I was the favorite. Like niggas, niggas already knew what time it was. You can't. There's no face. 
No, I, I got favorites. My kids know who the favorite is. Like, I, I believe in a kid ranking. I believe in a kid ranking at all times. Like, every, every, yes, so every time I bring my kids together, they ask me who's the favorite, and I'll tell them who the favorite is at that point in time. It's a kid ranking. Because, so, like, this is how I feel, right? And, and this is a little off topic. But, so, I got a daughter right now. My daughter, who's number one right now, is Kazai, mm-hmm. my chocolate drop. She number one because she going to text me every day. She going to FaceTime call me. Mm-hmm. She going to make sure daddy good. Mm-hmm. Right? She mm-hmm. don't want nothing from daddy. So guess mm-hmm. what? When she with daddy, if she say she wants something, she get whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. That, that oldest boy, the name <laughs> That oldest boy. He always going to be somewhere in the middle of the pack because he going to do something stupid. He going to lie. He going to do something stupid. Like, he going to lie about something stupid. But like I literally ranked them one to seven, and like they literally be like, "Am I last?" Like my kids will come ask me, "They be like, so Dad, am I am I last place?" Yes, you are. I can you, you, you ain't call me. You ain't call me. You ain't text me. I called you. You ain't return. You ain't return my phone call. You ain't return my text message. Like no, this we ain't doing this. And then what? You about to call? You about to call me and ask for money? Like look, because when they teenagers, when they teenagers, you gonna be having these same conversations. And you, I think I got five girls. I got five girls. So I got proms to pay for, all of that. Yeah, don't be don't be dead last in that totem pole. Your ass gonna end up with a $69.99 prom dress. Real dry, huh? You're have a $69.99 prom dress. You're gonna be looking a mess. No. No. Don't traumatize them babies like that. All my other sisters got limos. I got nothing. Well, I'm saying you was number seven. Like, <laughs> I got nothing. I can't. The no. boys, the boys got everything they wanted. You know, like they they doing what they're supposed to do, baby. Like you, you failed. You failed to meet the expectations. Like, so what are we gonna do to correct this? You know, you this is junior year. You got senior year next year, baby. So make sure you go ahead and fix this. So how did you get to a place? So since we're talking about messaging with your kids, yeah. How did you learn? Like when they're all together, like is there a collective way that you will? relay something to them versus how you do it individually or is it just no we, we, so so we all come together and we talk we talk openly about stuff now we're talking about like when they come ask me like who's the favorite like i don't have that conversation in front of everybody but my kids like to cap so hard though they're gonna go tell everybody you know i'm the favorite you know i'm number one right now because i because is my most gentle child and she will remind everybody she number one <laughs> she don't she don't she's not competitive she's not really competitive she don't like to gloat but when she talked to daddy and i say she's number one she like to let mm-hmm. them know she like to let the other girls know you know i'm daddy's favorite right that's cute that's cute that's cute and my baby girl my baby girl don't care like my baby girl she tripped me out because she just like hey she know she tripped me out so she she made the name she's like daddy you know my mama gonna have another baby i said yeah she said, but you ain't having no more kids. I said, well, you know, as of now, no, I'm not. But, you know. <laughs> you're the baby. You're my baby. She's like, I'm your baby forever. I said, nah, let's not go that far. <laughs> and, and I know that my messaging with my kids is a little, it's a little rough. It's a little rough at times because I am very direct with them. Yeah. And, you know, everybody always say to me, they go, oh, they're kids. I said, well, and what did I say? I said, I said, well, I'm not raising kids. I'm raising adults. Adults. I love that they're going to be adults. 
I said, they're going to spend more years of their life as an adult than they are kids, as kids. Thanks. You know, and everybody's like, oh, you're taking their childhood from them. I'm like, bro, if I was a bomb, if I was, a, if I was set up for success as a child and was prepared for adulthood correctly, I wouldn't give a damn about my childhood. True. Because True. even now, like the trauma of my childhood doesn't bother me anymore because I, I went and, you know, got myself in therapy. Yeah. But, but, you know, that's the hard part for a lot of people. Yeah, it's letting go. Yeah, so like when I'm talking to my kids, it's like, you know, my sister was in there listening to me talking to my daughters. I had my daughters for Christmas. I had all five of my daughters for Christmas. And we were talking about the fact of, because they were talking to me about sex. They were like, oh yeah, I know where babies come from because I got health class. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's talk about okay. this. And she was like, oh, the stork. I said, no, 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 no. Come on, come on up to the table. Everybody come sit down at the table. The stork? That's the stork. I said, Here, here's what babies come from. They come out of women's vaginas. Yes. You know how they're made? Oh, purses. You know, I say, you know, I say, you know, your purse. I mean, this is your purse is a vagina. Yeah. I said, um, what happens is uh, a male and a female get together. They put their parts together. <laughs> and then I explained it. So I explained it to my daughters was like, wow. But, you know, the message that matters. And I was serious when I was, mm -hmm. you know, communicating it. And I said, look, when y'all get to the point where y'all feel like y'all ready to have sex with a young man mm -hmm. or a female and i did say that because mm -hmm. I, I believe in teaching your kids sex positive sex positivity i said i said before you do that have a, have a conversation with me about it if you think you're ready and i said if you can't have a conversation with me about it you're not ready huh so make interesting. interesting when you when you say it like that like because my dad my dad, um, for all his faults, had no problem talking with me about sex. He said, one thing you gonna know. <laughs> you don't know about fucking, boy. That's what we <laughs> do well. We do that well over here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you talking good stuff. Good stuff, yeah. boy. Good stuff. They gonna want you to see you, boy. Nah, but, nah, but, um, nah, it was just like my dad having that conversation with me. It just, oh, okay, I get it. My mom, I mean, had, my, dad, my mom had a conversation with me. I think a lot of men, um, I guess, let me know how it goes when one of your daughters actually comes to you and asks you, because I, I, I did that with my dad, and he, he, I think it caught him off guard that I actually felt comfortable mm -hmm. to do it when it was time. I'm going to cry uh, afterwards, but, you know. Oh, my, he, my daddy, he got emotional on my shoulder. He was like, just hold on, just hold nah. on a little bit. <laughs> Well, no, because I feel like I feel like if you discourage your girls, like they're gonna, you know, and I I think like this. I feel like, you know, one, I didn't have sex with my what I had sex my junior year of high school. And mm -hmm. then even then I had sex one time and I was just like, you know, I could have got this girl pregnant, da, 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 woo, woo. So then I didn't have sex again for a whole nother year until mm -hmm. my senior year. And mm -hmm. then even then I wasn't pressed. And then my mom talked to me about sex my senior year. She bought me condoms. She bought me condoms and she kept condoms in my room. And mm. she was just, my mom was just so, you know, just so transparent that I found like, that's why I want to be with my kids. And, and I don't change my messaging when I talk to them because like, I, I used to tell them, 
if I give you the, and I still tell them this, if I, when, when y'all talk to me and I give y'all the option to say no, if y'all could say no to me, y'all, y'all will be able to say no to somebody in the streets. Mm-hmm. So no little boy, you won't feel pressured to have to say yeah. Yes, yeah. Because if you could tell your daddy no, and you can tell them no. Yeah. So that's what why I, like, so I hate that. I hate when people tell, tell kids, you know, you know, they can't say no or all that other stuff. You know, like kids are kids can also they call bullshit. So I think for me, from my experience, because you know I don't have kids, but from my experience with my parents, they genuinely made me feel like I could trust them with how they delivered the story about sex to me, or like my sister or ex-husband when I got ready to go to college, he had family that was from Baton Rouge. And he sat me down at my trunk party and he was like, look, you from, you never heard of trunk party? So Uh trunk party is like, um, after you graduate high school and everybody comes together, they celebrate you going to college and they fill your trunk up that you take away to school with like toiletries, sheets, um, decorations for your room, stuff like that. Oh no, nobody in my family went to college. So, you know, I was the first one. So I didn't really know about that. But okay, cool. Good. You yeah. So we had the trunk party. He was like, you know, uh, he was like, um, I got family down there. He was like, I know Baton Rouge. He was like, and one thing about it is you gotta be careful because I'm gonna be honest. He was like, You pretty and you from up north, and that's enough for a nigga to try to trap you just so he can brag and be like, I pulled a bitch from Chicago. And he was like, in your whole life. All because he want to have bragging rights when he get off of his blue collar job on Fridays and go cash his check at the bar. He wanted. <laughs> I still remember this example to this day. But it was his delivery that made it. It was a very clear example he gave me, and it flashed before my eyes, and I was like, "That's not what I want for my life." Mm-hmm. I needed that dose of um of reality because yeah, my parents would make me feel comfortable to tell them, you know, I think I'm ready for sex or you know what is birth control like what is that and they were receptive but did I go to my mom when I actually had sex no no only three only other two people who knew about it was the person I had sex with and my stepdaddy when I walked in the house and we supposed to have went to a movie but I came back an hour and a half later and it take at least 30 minutes to get to the movie theater smelling like sex <laughs> Smelling like cucumber melon spray from Walgreens because I was fast ass. (laughs) Cucumber melon spray. (laughs) Oh, for real. Oh, for real. Was it a memorable moment at least? It was very memorable. Like, we can laugh about that shit today. It was some cheesy, typical TV shit. We watched a lot of television. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, yeah, my first time, my son asked me about my first time and I just felt so uncomfortable talking to him about it because my son had a, had his first girlfriend last school year. Okay. And um, so um, I didn't tell they him- They still mom, going steady? No, they're not. Um, but I read the text messages. And this little girl was fast. Oh. Oh. And La Mama was, mm. huh? La Mama was. Megan was fast. Very expressive. <laughs> she was very fast. 
<laughs> my, my son still play with with action figures, like so. You know what I mean? Like if he's thirteen, he's still playing with action figures. So I'm like, baby, I'm trying to keep my son playing with action figures to be eighteen if I can. <laughs> Does he go to a Catholic school by chance? No, he goes to a science academy. Huh? Okay. Because he know, goes to a science academy. Now he's coming to live with me. He's coming to live with me for his ninth grade year. You know we. You know, we found a school, we're going to put him in and they got the okay. robotics and all that other stuff. And I'm all for my son being a beloved. Like, I'm not pressed yeah. by him being an athlete and none of that. I was like, you know, daddy did that. So you ain't really got to do it. Like, I only did it to escape poverty, bro. Like, you smart enough to get an academic scholarship. You ain't got to scramble your goddamn brain cells getting hit. Like, and, and for me, I don't need it on my legacy, bro. Like, I, and like, my thing is like, I'm cool if my kids decide not to go to college. They gonna all come work for me. They ain't gotta go. But to see, that's, that's the real conversations you have to have because people want to have these dreamlike, you know, theoretical conversations with kids and paint a picture like if they go to school and get that piece of paper, that that's gonna guarantee something. It's like no, you have to be honest with them and tell them that they have multiple routes. It's just depending on how much work you want to put into each route that you're going in. Look, I told my son, my son asked me how much money I made. I told him how much money I made. And I said, and he was like, is that because you got your master's degree? I said, no, actually, I can make this with just my bachelor's. But your daddy was an idiot and went and got a master's degree. And, um, you know, it was it was just a cool conversation because like I told him, I said, he was like, my, my son was like, well, if I'm not an engineer, I'm going to just come work for you. Like that, if that ain't the most nepotism behind the world i love it because you got to think about it like to be able to say that like for your son to say well if i don't get a degree i'll just come work for you like Mm -hmm. that's a beautiful thing because Mm -hmm. my son like my son said dad i know you you'll have your own business or you'll be still in the school business and i can still just come work for you and figure my life out and like i told him i told my kids they, they can live with me until until they get married that's dope you ain't got to create no debt. Now, you know, your stepmama, she might got a problem with it, but we'll, you know, we'll figure it out. She'll be all right. She'll figure it out. Whoever she is, she'll get over it. You said whoever she is. Whoever she is, she'll get over we'll it. We'll talk like, about it. If she exists. If she exists, she might not exist. I might be out here just being a bachelor, god dang it. I don't know. I don't know. The thought of that is interesting, but, you know, it is what it is. I cannot. So, um, with that being said, yes. I think I think that's a good place for us to conclude this. So what would be your final send off if, you know, just about what we talked about? Talk to me nice. Talk to you nice. Cause you're going to cry. You're going to cry. In the <laughs> Even though that could be true. These are thug tears. So. <laughs> she got the shank ready. Talk to me nice. So I can't ready, bro. Okay. So but see, that that's come with life experience and Mm -hmm. me being honest enough with myself to be honest with the people I'm around to say, don't, don't just throw no shit on me. That don't, I don't respond well to that. And they respect that. And they've, they've been able to see a shift and a change in how I receive things because they also respect my boundaries Mm -hmm. when it comes to that. So that, that little piece has really helped a lot of my relationships just to evolve and blossom even more. So that's beautiful. So I like that. I like that. So talk to you nice, you know, you know, mm-hmm. uh, make not, you know, you don't got to pacify her, but she's just nah. more so saying to speak with her with a level of respect so she can hear you. Thanks. Cool. I get it. And um, what this kind of just told me is 
I can't be hard all the time. You know, I just gotta, you know, I gotta read the room and, you know, uh, I can't just apply this just to when I'm in relationships. I need to try to do it with all people. Um, it's the way you rock it back and forth in regurgitating this. Because it's like, for me, it's like, I, I hear people when they say like, oh, George, you just so, like, because Alex, she was, she always be like, and she'd be like, you just so hard. Oh my gosh. She's like, why are you like this? You're like this all the time. Because when she was talking to me about something, I was just like, man, da, 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 da. I said it. She was like, damn. She said, let get up off a of bitch neck. And I'm just like, <laughs> I said, man, look, I'm just saying, this is what it is. It's too I mean, I'm just saying, it's, it's a good, you know, tool to have in your toolkit to be able to switch it on and off. It's just at least have the ability. Yeah, I gotta be like, let me blow the dust off this one. I think this still works. Okay, yeah, that won't work. Yes, okay, yes, work. yes. Let's get let's get some, some I gotta slippers. Like I gotta like you to give you that. I'm just saying, like, I gotta like you. Like, and I care, you know, like the people I care about, like, I definitely do it. But yeah. I'm not gonna lie, it takes a lot out of me. I bet. Because I just be like, oh. But clearly those relationships matter enough for you to make that deposit of energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or withdrawal, rather. Yeah, that withdrawal of energy for you to... Yeah. It it had me out here mad at the world, though. Every time, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, having to consider other people's um, ability to process what I say. Mm Mm-hmm. It's tiring. Well, can I challenge you to take sure. a different perspective? Sure. I challenge you to take a different perspective because it really, since you care about them and you want them at the end of the day, you want them to get the message. Mm-hmm. It can be beneficial to you that your time and your that energy is not wasted if you make that small tweak. Okay. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's like, okay, if I open up my mouth, let me open up my mouth in a way that I know they can be impactful and effective. Yeah. So that I'm not going to have to continue to see this or now I can't come around you because you keep doing this fool fuck ass shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, eh. And now I got to go take three hours to sleep because I'm so tired from talking to you. <laughs> Multiple times. No, because like I'm, I'm like that. Like I'd be so drained. I'd be like, I got to go take a nap now. Like when, when people push me yeah. like that, I'll be like, yeah. oh damn, I'm tired. I'm like, but like when I be at work and I have to listen and process through it, yeah. I'll be like, yeah. oh my gosh. Like, cause like, so <laughs> people will be like, on the weekends, you're just up. You slept for like two hours and then got back up and da da da. But during the work week, I'm in bed at 9:30 because I had to talk to people all day. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I'll be me like, too. oh gosh, I'm tired of peopling. You know, just a lot peopling. of processing. Yeah, peopling all day is just too, it's overrated. Peopling? Yeah, peopling. <laughs> Gotta deal with you humans. Thank you. You mammals. Just get on my My person to person quota per day is probably, I can't talk to more than seven people in the same day, like for longer. Well, I wish I could say that. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm up to like 100 and, 130, 140 a day. And I, and I talk to in the building face to face. Because you got to think, I have an open door policy, so my students will walk in and just talk to me. Their parents will walk in and come talk to me. That's Yeah, that's why I got out of 
at in, edu- in education because I, I learned that about myself while I was in it. And I was like, I don't like talking to none of y'all motherfuckers. I like this too much. <laughs> this is too much. Like, too much. I'm, I'm so bad that my top left drawer, I have my pay stub and I will pull it back when I'm talking to somebody and I need to stay focused. And I'll look at it and I'll say, is this come, if me blowing this person off and losing this worth it? And then I'll be like, nope. And then I'll just close it back and then I'll go back to listening. George, thank you for that because I'm going to print mine off tomorrow. And I'm going to, as a matter of fact, I'm going to make it the background of my screen on my computer while I'm in this board meeting. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to keep me. Yeah, because I, like, I pull it and I go, mm-hmm. Like now, like I'm not gonna lie. Like there was this one instance where I pulled it back, and I literally I was staring at it so long. The person talking to me was like, "Are you okay? Is you lingered. Is there something more important you need to be doing?" And I was like, and they're like, "George, <laughs> George." And then I closed it back and I said, "No, I'm okay. I'm here with you. Go ahead and, and finish what you were saying." Sure. Dr. Tyrone Blue taught me that while I was working on my master's. He's uh, the princ- he was the principal over at Grand Park, and he was just like, you know, he said, you got. He said, he said, you know, when I was, uh, he's like, you know, working at this alternative school, I gotta make sure I keep things in perspective so I don't go off on people because a lot of people will be like, you're so emotional, or have the ability to be emotional. Yeah. Why does it happen at your job? I said, I go to that left drawer. <laughs> you said, I found my inspiration. And I just be like, you know what? It ain't even worth cussing their ass out. I don't blame me. But yeah, but I like it. it. It was a good conclusion. So with that being <laughs> said, this has been another episode of GH2 Podcast. Ms. Mona Lita, tell everybody where they can find you at again. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, Planet Venus, um, themonalita.com. Everything is themonalita, T-H-E-M-O-N-A-L-I-T-A. And I do everything from living my life to digital marketing, if you pay me, um, to fitness, if you pay me. So, <laughs> yeah. And we're still waiting. We're still waiting for uh, part, the third, the part three. I'm still waiting on the third one, um, you know, which is funny because everybody be like, everybody was like, man, you sitting there, you doing a podcast for every one of the blogs. Like, they were like, God damn, you getting paid? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I just, <laughs> somebody who's reading it and finds it interesting. <laughs> and I appreciate the support. I really, I, really, I'm really, like, really do. I'm like, I'm like, man, it's a podcast, bro. I can podcast whatever the hell I want a podcast about. Hell, I want a podcast <laughs> about, I want a podcast about dinette sets our podcast about you said dinette sets i'm just saying like you know people got to understand man because you know people are so quick to like i told them i said i just get to support people like you know Mm -hmm. know, i get to support people that i like and you know that i care about and yeah it's it's a great place to be in and guess what you know i can wake up and do this shit all day like this the fourth podcast today um, you, you know and i love it like you know I, I love it i love it so much all i had was a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch all day but that's also because i had dental work done this morning i had dental work done this morning um because i am anal about my teeth and okay. I, I go to the dentist four times a year good um so i got um i got three fillings done i still got my, i still have my original fillings from when i was nine years old so i got three of them replaced today Mm-hmm. and a deep cleaning 
Um, so mm. the fact that I'm still operating and, I, and I've talked as much as I've talked after getting a deep cleaning, because if y'all know a deep cleaning that had you out here rethinking your life. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, you know, but nah, so got it done because, you know, got to put that work in and, you know, it was a great opportunity. And, you know, I look forward to all of these podcasts, you know, dropping, you know, the, the, yes. the, the, the listenership is going up. You know, you know, it's it's jacking up. Because you you say some wild shit and it makes people (laughs) definitely stay tuned in. Well, the the funny part is, is, you know, and I was talking to somebody and I said, the sad part is all of my friends that have been around me my whole life, this is normal. So they'd be like, oh, this is George. But it's like other people be like, oh my gosh. But they were like, you don't be saying asinine stuff just to say asinine stuff. You be saying asinine stuff that you really have thought and processed yeah. through and like I tell them I said yeah I've thought about this I've processed this this is where I'm at and sometimes it's about I want to talk about stuff that is palatable to where you know people can digest it because a lot of times we don't talk about certain things like we don't really talk about dating we don't talk about our mental health yeah. you know we don't talk about you know the things that we struggle with like a lot of times we don't want to talk about that heck I had my whole I got I got my goddamn mother of three of my kids on the podcast and we we told the story about you know the young lady who you know moved to columbus ohio and then was, was terrorizing her was terrorizing her and <laughs> you know it, it's just like it's just one of those things like we, we're, we're at a place <laughs> where we can talk about it you know and maybe with my other kids mom my other kids mom hit me up and she said yeah i'm down doing a podcast because i want to talk about how we be co-parenting which we'll see and then, you know, my ex-wife, like, we're going to do one about co-parenting. Like, you know what I mean? We're going to write a book. Me and her going to write a book together. Like, it's just like, life is great. You want to talk about it. You want to make sure people are prepared. You know, like, you want to prepare yourself so you can kind of talk about these different things. But also, life is, my life is good enough to where I can kind of talk about the process of just working through it. Because I can tell you this, it ain't always been sweet. Like, I literally was talking about the fact of, like, one of my kids' moms, I remember I got a letter in the mail from the Department of Revenue and like low key, I had I had in the in my notes, like I was talking so much about her in my notes. Like, man, you know what this done did, done, done got to play up in court, man, with this foolishness. And, with, with, and you know, and I'm just talking cash, man, but but real deal, holy seal, like it really was no big deal because, you know, I really didn't care at the end of the day because like, you yeah. know, I'm taking care of my kids regardless. So you know, it wasn't no big deal. It was just, I didn't like the manner in which it went, but it was messaging. The messaging was a little off. The messaging. Yeah, from the from the level of communication me and her have had. So for me to get a communication from the state of Florida, I'm like, what the f- are you talking about? Bro, we was just talking the other day. I ain't, we ain't talk about this. And I think that that's um, one of the things that, um, you know, I kind of learned from that. But I love it. I love it, man. JH2 podcast. You know, we've been uh we've been dropping the videos on YouTube, and I'll go ahead and you know um, make sure I actually start putting the links out because it's been um it's been really cool. Like listenership is up. Um, you know, other people, yeah, other people been hitting me up. Um, all of the ones that we dropped for the new year. Um, you know, the ones for all of the ones for the new year. The um the you know uh, was it the uh uh future faker has literally passed all of the ones from this year actually it is now number one 
Hey, 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 so I think it's been shared by uh, somebody's church group, but hey, it's cool. Because guess what? They oh, they're not just listening to just that episode. They listen to all of it. <laughs> so I rock with it. I appreciate it. Um, you know, it was really cool. Um, really cool. The funnest thing that I saw was um, on the January first, we dropped seven episodes. Then drop an eighth episode on January. The eighth episode got dropped on January second. Yeah. And all of those episodes were like listened on the same day. Everybody listened to all of them through the completion with the ads, all of that, which is always good. Come on, Flex. And, and you know, so life is good. So thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you for your partnership. I look forward to us coming back, doing the third one. Please come with a fire title because the titles <laughs> have been fire. Um, <laughs> Yes, yes. So, so this is GH2 podcast with Dr. Gascan Man and Miss Mona Lita. I appreciate you so much. With that being said, y'all have a good night. Good night. Or good morning or good afternoon or whatever you happen to be listening to this podcast. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs>